0: Speaking of local sports here, your Sac State Hornets are home this Saturday, 2 p.m. kickoff against the Cal Poly Mustangs. Get your tickets at Hornetsports.com. Kyle Draper, I guarantee you if Sac State loses, you will not see Caden Bennett crawling into his mommy's lap and crying. So guarantee you that. (laughs) And if he did decide to do that, I'd be okay with it, Whitey. I'd be okay with it. You'd be okay with it. Good for you. Good for you. Uh, We are not okay with the fact that the Kings – Got pushed around by the Rockets. Kyle's in Houston getting ready for the call tonight. I'm here in uh, Sacramento. We're taking you up to uh, game night. At just the bottom of the hour here. So we just have a yeah. little, little show left to go here. But Kyle, what do the Kings need to get done tonight? Um, how badly do they need to win? And what in your mind is job one tonight for the Kings?
1: I, I think they, they need to win in the worst way tonight. I mean, to lose uh, two games to Houston... No offense, Ime Udoka and your squad, but if the Sacramento Kings are going to be who we want them to be and expect them to win, mm-hmm. uh they got to win these games. And so I, I think the key tonight is, you know what, uh, stay the course. Uh, I, I thought, you know, the legs were a little tired the other night, uh, a little uh, lethargic out there, play with more energy. And just make the shots. I mean, it's, it's crazy to say, right? It's, you know, but when you look at it, I, I dropped the knowledge uh, earlier, you know, they're getting more wide open shots than anybody in the league. And they just aren't cashing in. And obviously, they're playing uh, hard on both ends of the floor. But I remember watching last season saying to myself, I don't think if they can keep up this pace. Like, just offensively, I, I was marveling at how well they did and how fast they move and how hard they played offensively. Now you're doing it on both ends, and so I I think it's going to take some time. But if they knock down shots, Doc Rivers used to always say it's a make-miss league, and and it really is because when you look at it, uh, the the Rockets shot 46%, uh, 36% from three. The Kings were 11 of 41 from three-point range keegan murray one for eight kevin Herter oh for three and a lot of them were good looks and so they just got to make some shots uh you know mike brown has talked about it this team uh sort of goes how their offense goes like when they're clicking and making shots you see their defense pick up uh you know i need their defense to turn into offense you can't have two fast break points you know it's hard to do that in an nba game to only have two fast break points, so let's see if they get some easy ones going out there tonight too.
0: Yeah, it's one of the things Mike Brown was upset about—the fact that you know he kind of went off on him a post-game, as you well know. You're probably there Saturday, mm-hmm. and he said oh, we missed shots and look at the body language.
2: Right, and You know, right. it was like
0: that cannot have. We can't do that. You're going to miss shots. You can't go. You know, home to mommy and, and crawling her lap, start crying when you miss a <laughs> shot. You got you, you lose gotta, a game,
1: that's a different story, though. You can do it. If I know, you lose I know. A game.
0: <laughs> but seriously, Mike Proud was very, very upset about what, what you just raised. Do you think at the risk of oversimplifying, let me ask you this, and to ask is not to assume I know the answer, but when the Kings are not shooting the three ball well, do they need to take the ball to the basket more? They did not shoot the three ball well and they only had they only had forty two points in the paint, which is not a lot. Well, you know, when you look at it, uh, last game, this is so
1: interesting. I got the box score. They took 41 threes, Whitey. They took 40 shots in the paint. So 81 of their 84 shots came either from three or in the paint. Three are in and the key, baby. That's yeah, the way and we that's do what it. coaches want, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's what they want. They don't want that mid-range crap. Right. You either take it to the basket or you shoot threes. And so I don't have a problem With them taking 41 threes, their magic number really is 45. If they can chuck it up 45 times, they're happy with that. A lot of those threes were good looks. Like, they were shots Keegan Murray usually makes, right? Mm -hmm. They were shots he made last season. And so, that goes back to one of the things I, I talked about earlier, to your point about taking it to the basket more. Well, who's your best penetrator? Who's, your, who's the best guy that gets to the paint? De'Aaron Fox. And that's where I thought they missed him the most. When the offensive's struggling, when the threes aren't falling, you can at least count on De'Aaron to get downhill and get into the uh, paint and get to the foul line. And they didn't have that. Who's that guy that can do that? Nobody on this team can finish like De'Aaron around the basket, you know, from five foot floater range and things like that. And so uh, I think that's where they miss him the most. I think they have to be true to their identity, and this is a three
0: point shooting
1: team. And so I, I have no problem with the, the forty uh one threes
0: taken the other night. That's one of the reasons why I was so frustrated as everybody was that cares about the Kings when they lost the game to the Warriors because I was without De'Aaron Fox and we've we've seen this in sports. Sometimes a team, and it happens in different sports. You have your best player, or one of your best players. In this case, clearly your best player, and he's out. At first, you don't feel it as much. Sometimes yeah. that a chance yeah. to get that one. And now I think you know the longer they play without him, and hopefully it's not long, but we'll see. I think there's a chance that it gets tougher and tougher. I mean, the second half when they scored what 36 points in the second half. Yeah, a lot of reasons for that. Um, but missing De'Aaron Fox is a huge one. I want to ask you about this because you mentioned that they were tired and they looked flat. I mean, I know Houston has a lot of really young athletic players, but I was a little bit stunned at times by how much more athletic the Rockets looked, and hopefully some of that was because the Kings just came in kind of lethargic.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so. I, I think that's a big part of it, but this Houston roster, it's a much better roster than it was a season ago. When you look at it, Dylan Brooks is a player. Uh, you know, all his antics, things like that, he's a gamer. Jabari Smith Jr., there's a reason why he is a top five pick in the NBA. This yeah. guy, yeah. he really came on during Summer League as well. Alperen Shingoon, we know how good he is. Uh, Jalen Green, G League Ignite, guy that played high school ball in Napa. I mean, they got some talent, and Fred VanVleet is a champ, a guy, you know, that, that can get you 20 to 25 a night, and so – this Houston team, they're young, they're hungry. Uh, they sort of have a chip on their shoulder, too. Like, when when I was watching that game the other night, I hate to use this word, but they were trying to punk the Kings, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, Dylan Brooks, especially. Jay mm-hmm. Sean Tate uh, also. Like, they were, you know, we talk about physicality. They took it to Sacramento. And, you know, what we saw, I thought, the other night, sure, the tired legs and everything – more resembled the Kings team from a couple of years ago you know I didn't see a whole lot of fight and comeback in this and I talked to Mike Brown after the game about this you take that 64-63 lead I think it was and then the the Rockets go on a 7-0 run Uh, and you know you're only down by one I believe it was uh or three excuse me going into the fourth quarter like that's, that's the time you want to see the fight from the guys. All right, guys, we're not playing well, but we're still right in this. And then you get outscored 36-21 to 21 in the fourth quarter. And so, you know, when you don't have a Darren Fox, who's that guy in the fourth quarter that's going to motivate you? He says it has to be a collective. It has to be a group effort. Everybody has to try and uh, make plays
0: in the fourth. But, man, they, they missed Darren in that fourth period the other night. That's why I think this game is so pivotal for the Kings. I think it comes down to the coach uh, sending a message to them, asking something of them, demanding something of them starting tonight. It was clear after the last game. you know. And as you said, as fans, right. well, oh, they're, it's early in the year, so no reason to get uh, too agitated about two and three. But when the coach says, you know, that's not acceptable, then you better see something, especially in the next game, when you're playing the same team, right. and they made a point of, as you say, however you want to phrase it, trying to punk you and they did so how do the kings respond tonight i'm not saying it necessarily will dictate how their season goes but it's gonna have a lot to do with their relationship with their coach and how he decides to handle this team going forward i'd hate to see mike brown as disappointed at the end of this game as he was at the end of that game i would guess that there may be some changes of some kind if we're in that situation at the end of this game
1: yeah i think so because you know the west Every game is yeah. important, you know. You you lose two or three, four in a row. and I mean, look at it right now. What are they, 13th, I think, in the West, 14th, something like that. Only Memphis uh, is, is behind them. And so, uh, you know, you don't want to dig yourself too much of a hole. Clearly, De'Aaron Fox is out. You should still be able to beat this team. No offense to Houston. Hard nosed team plays uh, tough, but you should still be able to get a win. You played so great the other night against Golden State, and then you lay an egg out here tonight. And so uh, I I need to see a pulse from my guys out here tonight. You know, I, I thought at times they looked shell shocked. Uh, you know, I, I mentioned the word punk. Like you gotta mm-hmm. fight back, you mm-hmm. know. And, and so where's the diving for the loose balls? Where's the you know, crashing the boards and locking guys up. And I, I just felt like Dylan Brooks and Van Vlute. Lead. They they were allowed to do whatever they wanted. Jabari Smith Jr. I mean he dominated yep. uh, in that game. He set the tone, finishing with 21. He just got a better
0: compete level tonight. Why? Right. That's what right. I want to see. Let's go, Come on, man. Uh, from CK916 in the chat. Maybe the Kings should have the three point line measured before their game tonight. Clearly that's the <laughs> issue. Yeah, like it happened in Denver. So maybe that's part of the problem with the Kings. The three point line uh, is out of whack. Mm, maybe it's worth checking. I don't know what else to do about that. I'm concerned about Kevin Herter um, in this regard, Kyle. The Kings got off to a really bad start in the last game. And, you know, what difference does it make if you start a guy or not? It's more about the minutes. But if he's starting and, of course, Keegan's starting and they're not making shots, it's really hard not to get off to a slow start sometimes.
1: Yeah, you're 100% right because, especially with De'Aaron Fox out, like, with De'Aaron Fox out and Davion starting, you need Kevin Herter's offense, right? He has to give you something offensively. You know, he played close to 16 minutes the other night, finished with four points, just two of eight. Like, when you have a starting five, you know, when you look at it, you could argue Kevin Herter is the third uh, option, you know, him and Harrison Barnes. So you need something from him. And if he's not giving you anything – where If you're Mike Brown, where do you turn to? Maybe you give him a quick hook again and bring Malik in. I'd like to see a, a, some more minutes with Davion and Malik together. You know, we've talked a lot about Malik being that third point guard or whatever, which is nice, but I want to see Malik off the ball a little uh, with Davion. And so uh, it's something to watch for. Keep an eye on Kevin Herter's minutes tonight. Like I said, 15 and change. Uh, he played close to 16. If he gets off to another slow start, it might be a quick hook for him tonight.
0: Yeah, I think Chris Duarte has a golden opportunity if he can make a few more shots. Right, if Herder right. starts making his shots, that's his job. But if he doesn't, Duarte has an opportunity. When we come right back, a lot of fans, I think, are a lot more down on Davion Mitchell than you and I are, Kyle. We'll look at that when we come right back here. It's a Drive Guys on Sackdown Sports. Kyle Draper's in Houston. He's got the call tonight, NBC Sports California. Whitey Gleason in Sacramento. And Kyle, look who's joining us. We're taking you up to game night featuring the one and only Henry Turner, the high flyer.
2: (laughs) What's up, high flyer? What's up, baby? What's going on? 56. Okay, there we go. Drapes, what's up, man? You know, you, you, you know, left your boy. You out there jet said, man. What's going on?
1: <laughs> I'm in H town man. I, I started the show. I'm hanging with Bun B and all those guys down here, man. Travis Scott, all of them, man. We out in these streets. Man. Bro, yeah. I tell
2: you what, I'm old school, man. You got you gotta put me in your in, in in your luggage next time, man, so I can hang with the ghetto boys.
1: <laughs> oh, what you know about that? What you know about that? Okay, okay. Nah, man, great time down here in Houston. Uh actually golfed yesterday. Hit Woo. the link. Yesterday, what'd you laid shoot? By the pool
0: today, so what'd you I'm grinding, shoot, man? What'd you I'm shoot? Shooting. You mentioned no, golf, no, no. <laughs>
1: dude. When, when you play the way I play, you don't keep score. Hey, you, hey. you guys ever play golf and like? By whole 10, 11, 12, you're like, ah, forget the scorecard. I'm just working on a few things. <laughs> hey, That's what happened yesterday. And hey, I
2: tell you what, man, you better get them boys right and come up out of there with a win. That's all I know. Yeah. You know
1: what? I'm going I'm to I'm talk to coach and be like, let me give the pregame speech. Because these boys I, – I said it uh, to start the show, uh, High Flyer, what we saw Saturday unacceptable to me. No doubt. Unacceptable. No if doubt. we're trying to be that team we want to be – that can't happen. And so we'll see how they respond tonight.
2: Let me tell you where I'm at with this. Um, watching this team right now, and, and I was listening to you guys on the drive in. Right now the Sacramento Kings are a one-trick pony. Mm. They shoot in they live yeah. They're shooting threes. They're living and dying making them. with the threes. Exactly. So what do you do when you're a one-trick pony, but that trick ain't coming off? Try another trick, Henry. Exactly. You, you know, you guys talked about, well, you know, we, we don't have the mid-range game. You better find a mid-range game. You better find another way to score the basketball. You better find a way to get deflections, get steals, get out into transition, get easy baskets, get easy looks. Because the looks you're getting, they're good, but you're not hitting them. Okay, right. every basketball team goes through that, but they find other ways. Once again, let your defense dictate your offense. If you can't knock down the regular shots, you have to find a way. We're talking about the Houston Rockets here, fellas. I know. And and and, and, and I'm, I'm like KD, no shade to Ime. I love the way to do coach. I don't care what he does off the floor. He's a hell of a basketball yeah. coach, and he can get his get the most out of his guys. He has talent down there, but they're not Sacramento King talent. Right. What if you were
0: a Kings player tonight? Based on what Mike Brown said <laughs> after the game, what do you think your
2: coach needs to see from your team tonight? Or there may be changes. By any means necessary, yeah. whatever it takes to win this game. You know, I always say it ain't no fun when the rabbit gets the gun. Well, the problem is, is that the Houston Rockets just came off a great win against the Sacramento Kings. They didn't give those guys confidence. Now, now you're fighting an uphill battle. You're just not fighting a regular fight. Those guys really think that they can beat you. So now you got to come out and do some extra, and you on their home floor. Let, let, let me let me chime in here, though, High Flyer, because
1: this is uh, you know, I hear everything you're saying. Usually what happens, you talk about a one-trick pony, if the offense isn't flowing, the shots aren't falling, you know what? We could turn to De'Aaron Fox. Or the Lakers can say, LeBron, get us a bucket. Or the Celtics can say, Tatum, you know, put us on your back. We don't have that guy with De'Aaron Fox out, out there. And oh. that's what they're missing right now. If okay. the offense isn't flowing, who's going to say – I got you, boys. We're going to get a bucket right here.
2: Okay, KD, let me give it to you like this. Let me give it to you yeah. raw, dog. Straight out with a spoon. <laughs> All right. Now. You don't have De'Aaron Fox. Now you get to see what life is like when you have injuries. The Kings were injury-free last year. Everything went great. Well, okay, you know what? That's a very unusual season for an NBA squad. You're going to have some injuries where your main guys aren't playing. But I'll tell you what, when De'Aaron Fox isn't on the floor, you can't have Harrison Barnes play 31 minutes and shoot the ball only seven times, okay? You can't have Keegan Murray only shoot the ball 12 times. So, bonus, your number two, who happened to shoot 50%, but he only t- shot the He's ball take more 10 he times. he got to, to take more shots. I'm sorry. Those guys, I'd rather see you go two for 20 than to go two for four, two for six. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to. You know De'Aaron's out. Everybody else has to give a little bit extra. And I will say this. I will go far as to say this. In a certain situation, Malik Monk needs to be on that floor. I'm sorry. I know you love Malik coming off the bench, but right now we need somebody to have some firepower, somebody who can facilitate and dish. Starting. I would Starting. start Malik Monk. Over, over who? Over, I'm over sorry, who? Davion going to the bench. I'm sorry. Come on. You you blame a it Davion. It's not No, Davion's I didn't. Wait, wait, wait. Shot, I didn't blame we Davion. We're talking a
1: different game. Hey, I if didn't he blame make
2: shots, we're talking a different game. You know what? Hey, I tell you what, if my auntie had a beard, she'd be my uncle. <laughs> we can stop all of that. At the end of the day, I'm talking about what we need. And Malik Monk gets those guys going. He's the only facilitator you guys. You was just talking about who's that guy that can get downhill? De'Aaron's isn't here. The second best dude that gets down the hill, Malik Monk. Monk, he needs to start tonight. I'm sorry.
0: Isn't the problem whether he starts or not? He's only, you know, he doesn't he doesn't play as many minutes as Darren Fox again. He can't. So whether you start him or not, you only have him 30 minutes. So to me, that's the issue: is figuring out where his 30 minutes for you. What isn't that what he played? 26 something. You know he, where is, where he, those minutes are best served? Where played, they help you the he most? He
2: played 25 minutes. I tell you what. Why don't you use Malik early on to see if you can get these guys Uh going? Because, like I said, he helps other guys get going instead of having somebody that's got to come off the bench and try to get a Herculean effort to get you back in the game. He and Javale McGee got it going though. Him and Sabonis too. He hits Sabonis with that pocket pass all the time. I'm sorry, man. You miss a De'Aaron Fox. You have to find something. And I'm not saying I'm not blaming nothing on Davion Mitchell. You can play those guys the exact same minutes, but just flip it.
1: Okay. OK,
0: I don't think he's with you on that.
2: <laughs> I, don't, I don't know.
1: Um, you know what? Uh, it, it, no, I, I, I'm i not because I, I get it. You got to get off to a better start. All that. Kevin Herter just has to be better. True. Kevin Herter, his shots. We're not having this problem. True. And and here's the thing, High Flyer, that you're not mentioning They got great looks. So whether Malik's on the floor or Davion, they were still getting good looks.
2: That's the thing. At, at, at certain points, but at KD, at certain points, I saw a whole lot of standing around. That offense was very stagnant. And once again, when you start getting a little uh, contribution, it was when Malik Monk came off the bench and he was able to get to the basket or hit JaVel McGee or hit Sabonis. That's what I'm saying. What about Kobe Jones? I like Kobe Jones. I like I like Kobe Jones. Uh, but he, he's still a rookie. He's still trying to find yeah. his way. Right. Like I said, Kevin Herter... Duarte, we need more out of both of them. Yes, and and you yes. know what? And we ain't even said nothing about Sasha. Sasha gave us nothing. I was nothing. just
0: gonna ask you about. Yeah, they were you expecting know, more and, out of him, and it's early in the year. That he just got here, but Fox
2: is hurt, and, and I tell you need what him now, and missing Trey big time. Yeah, because time. Trey is another guy that knocks down shots, and he's smart with his. Because sometimes he elect the pump fake and drive yeah. to the basket and get fouled. In your day when you were playing, what would you guys do
0: about a guy like Dylan Brooks blowing kisses to the bench?
2: <laughs> oh, oh, I tell you. Ooh, we see. I would have dealt with Dylan. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. See, I would have dealt with Dylan. See, see, I was the guy that was coming off the bench. Uh-huh. And I had six hard fouls to give. Yeah. And I'm using all of them. I mean, hey, I can tell you, it was, it, it was funny, man. I remember when I was playing with playing for Jerry Reynolds. And yeah. that was my thing. I would come in. And, and if I wasn't scoring, I'm definitely using all of them all of my files remember one time i came out and jerry said what are you doing i was like what do you mean he said you only use five you got one more file get back (laughs) out there yeah (laughs) Yeah, you got one more file to use get back out there
1: that's awesome
2: (laughs) but believe me hard strong files ain't no way you gonna be blowing kisses at my bench i'm taking that personal and i'm taking it from the very jump yeah well you
0: can't do what you can't play us physically No, this guy's played then. So you have to win tonight. That's got to be your answer.
2: End all, be all, don't care right. how you do it, yeah. how you manufacture it. If right. you win it at the free throw line, you better win this game tonight because it's setting not just a tone to Houston, it's setting a tone to the league. Yes. How many people right now are jumping off the bandwagon saying, see, I told you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. See, I told you. You're right. You're if you, right.
2: you want to keep that respect, you better win this game tonight. Are they in the process
0: of of figuring out what their truest identity is? You know, last year we knew they were an offensive-minded team. Their coach wanted to play better defense. Sometimes they did, but they were offense first, and they were phenomenal. I don't know what they are right now. It doesn't matter what I think, but I don't think they know what they are.
2: No, they know who they are. They know what they do well. The problem is right now they are getting a chance to see adversity. They didn't see that last year. This team is starting to see some adversity. Everything don't always go hunky-dory all the way through the season. So now your number one guy is out. But you have to learn how to win without that guy, the same way Memphis did without Ja. If you're going to be a good basketball team, you have to learn how to win no matter what. You know what's interesting, though? We're five games in. The team is
1: two and three. And we're wondering what's wrong with the squad. You know, right. we're talking about must wins. Right. That's how far this organization has come in a short time. I'm glad we're having these talks because if we we're two and three a few years ago, nobody would be up in arms at
2: all. Everybody would be happy. Two and three, and you lose at Houston. <laughs> it's like, hold on now, what's going on? We got to fix this. And so I do like that. I I, I do too, KD. Because you know what? It, it it it's a team that's saying, okay, let's hurry up and 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 correct this ship. Every, every basketball team goes through the ups and downs, the lows, the ebbs and flows. It's a roller coaster ride. Mm-hmm. We know that. But if you go through it early, figure a way out because yeah. I, I tell you what, it might be a few more games to where De'Aaron Fox don't play. So you better figure this thing out early. High Flyer, thanks for jumping in. Kyle, no great doubt. job. Have a great call. We'll talk thanks, to you tomorrow. Yes. Yeah,
0: and stick around because we've got game night, Scott Marsh, and the High Flyer, Henry Turner, next right here on Sacktown Sports.